ages since we were last podcasting. Only really a few days, I guess, but so much has been packed into our busy school days. So it's Wellbeing Wednesday, and today's episode is such a unique honor as we speak to two incredible guests who are doing all they can to help promote, champion, support mental health charities that are actually right on our doorstep. And we hear how we can, each one of us can help too. There is a massive challenge for us to get stuck into and I just cannot wait for you to hear all about it. Can you tell that I'm a little bit excited? Well, let's get going. So one of the very best parts of having a school podcast in this season has been we've been able to shine a light and honor those who are working so tirelessly to help other people. Now today is the perfect example of this as I have the great honor of talking to two women who have a huge heart for looking out and for taking ideas off the page and driving them into action that makes a difference. Now, one is from our immediate Heathmount family, and today she has one of her many hats on in driving forward our Pupil Council and also our charity. That is Mrs. Coe. And the other is someone who we welcome to sit alongside our family today, and that is Claire Adams, who is in charge of community fundraising um, at NHS East and North Hearts Hospitals. Hello to you both. Hello, Mrs. Cove. Hello. Lee, so great to see you. So great to have you on the podcast. And hello, Claire. Hello. Hi. Oh, thank you both so much for being here. Um, it's such, uh, uh, so, so great that we can use this platform to talk about this um, amazing project that you have both put together um, for our school. So Mrs. Cove, I'm going to ask you, uh, first of all, goodness knows how you have found the time to do this with everything that you are doing already. Um, could you just tell us a little bit about um, the Heathmount 2020 challenge? So a couple of weeks ago, I met with the Year 7 communications team, who you have all met um, via our different school council events um, and assemblies. Now, we were talking about how things are different at the moment and how um, some of the things that we as a school are really, really good at haven't really been able to be happening because we haven't all been together. Yeah. So we were discussing how... Um, fundraising usually happens at the end of most terms and how it's brilliant to be able to do something as a community that is a bit different and then we were also talking about how it was really sad that we haven't actually seen all of everybody recently that we've seen a few people in our lessons and we've seen our lovely teachers but that we haven't seen the year threes and we haven't seen the nursery children etc so we were thinking about how we could do something that we could all do together whilst actually being in very different locations. As you know, lots of the Heathmount community live in very different parts of Hertfordshire. Yeah. So it was something that we decided 
that we could do whilst all still being separated. Um, so the Heath Month 2020 came up because the children were like, well, how can we use 2020 within our um, event? So 2020, we first of all thought about doing 2020 kilometres um, but year seven decided that was slightly easy. So they decided that we were going to do 2020 miles. Now, first of all, we thought about walking it. Um, and then some of the children said, well, actually, what if we run it? And I said, well, if you're going to open it up to run as well, then why can't you cycle as well? So we decided that we would do 2020 miles. Um, which you can run, walk or cycle. But the whole point of this activity was for us to reflect on the whole community. Yeah. So we wanted to come up with a time and a place that we could all take part in. So we can't change the fact that we can't all be together, but we can all be together in time. So that's why we picked um, Friday afternoon at 2.30 in order to do this event. Now, Mr. Spower has been very helpful and he has looked at all the different challenges that might arise for those children that are in school. So if you are at school um, on Friday afternoon, Mr. Spower and Mr. Beskeen have sorted out with Mr. Elliot different routes that different year groups can take and different bubbles can take in order to still cover their miles. Now, we didn't think that it was fair for a nursery child and a teacher to have to do the same distance. And so each year group within the school has been given a separate challenge of a different distance. So we've asked nursery in year one to see, sorry, nursery and reception to see if they could do one mile. We asked year one and year two to see if they could do two miles. Year three and year four, if they could do three miles. Year five and year six, if they could do four miles. And then we decided that year seven and eight, as the biggest and the strongest, we think that you can do five miles and that your teachers will match your five miles. Easy. But it's not only our teachers, um, our ground staff, our support staff, our kitchen staff, anybody associated with the Heathmount community, we would encourage you to do five miles on Friday. Okay, but we then thought about, well, if we're going to do this activity where we're all together, it would be absolutely fabulous to be able to do it for a charity. Now, thinking about all the different charity events that we would normally do, normally we would vote and ask everybody their opinion. But because Captain Tom, well now Colonel Tom, has been so forward thinking in his fundraising this year we thought we wouldn't be able to rival him but that we would be able to support him in his fundraising for the NHS so we chose the East and North Hearts Hospitals charity because the majority of our Heathmount community live in and around those hospitals but at some point unfortunately you may need their services so we thought it was a great charity to choose in order to support the brilliant work that they are all doing at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that, so that's how I met Claire um, through starting off our Just Giving page. And then she has been really helpful in providing me with information and ideas in order to support the charity. Yeah.
but just to think that every one of them will be getting on their trainers or um, you know getting out there at, where possible at the same time um, and having this communal experience together and then hopefully lots of red-faced selfies will be <laughs> shared amongst amongst us all and um, I even had a question from someone in my form if they could do it on their horse I said yes of course you can do it on your horse it's yeah. a mode of transport I said yes absolutely but I think that that person needs to do double the distance though because the horse is doing all the work <laughs> I don't think that would be a problem I think she'll probably be jumping over quite a few things as well um so Claire um thank you again for uh taking the time I can't imagine how busy you are at the moment um the work that you're doing I mean during the season you must have had a huge amount on your plate what has it been like being an NHS frontline hero <laughs> it's been busy um here at the hospitals charity we support four of our local hospitals so the Lister in Stevenage the new QE2 hospital in Welling Garden City, Hartford County Hospital in Hartford, and Mount Vernon Cancer Centre, which is all the way over in Hillingdon in northwest London. All of those come under us and we support six and a half thousand staff and all our patients and visitors. So we've been really busy keeping everyone happy, supporting staff where we can. Um, obviously, we're not we're not medical, so we haven't been doing any of the really important heroic stuff that our amazing doctors and nurses have been doing. We've been there raising funds and supporting them with their physical and emotional health and well-being to make sure they've got everything that they need um, to keep themselves happy, to look after their mental health, and really to just thank them for their incredible work. We've been overwhelmed over the past sort of three months with the support of our local community. And um, we've just had messages of love and support, beautiful pictures from local schools, songs. It's, it's just been absolutely incredible and really uplifting and overwhelming to be involved in. Yeah, I think, but you know, we would really sort of clap you and your team in that as well, just to really being the engine that is enabling everybody to keep going at, at the pace and the capacity they have been able to do so i really salute you in that and we want to do everything we can to raise as much money as we can for the charities now i know that there are a huge array of needs that have landed on two key areas that you two key charities or project that we're going to direct any money that we raise to could you just tell us a little bit about what they are in particular Absolutely. So Mrs. Cove and I had a, an in-depth conversation about where we thought that the funds raised by all of your community would be best placed. And we came to the conclusion that we would support our Here for Each Other appeal and our Safe Space appeal. So Here for Each Other uh, sounds wonderful. <laughs> what, what does that encompass in particular? So we set up the Here for Each Other appeal in late March in response to the COVID-19 crisis. It was an urgent appeal specifically to support staff through the pandemic and in the aftermath, in the, in the months and days following. It's there to support their emotional and physical well-being. So we're not funding things that the, the NHS should be funding to keep everyone safe. We're funding things that will provide a little bit of extra comfort, 
um, emotional support and and just again provide that thank you to our to our amazing teams we're also the link between our local community so through our here for each other hashtag we've been able to share the messages of love and support with our staff and that's been really really important for, for morale especially during the really challenging times that they've been seeing recently yeah so what sort of things would you be with the money goal towards is it sort of experiences or or actual sort of physical resources or is it to provide services if people need them you just tell us a little bit about what is involved in in that amazing charity you've just started so the all staff can access the here for each other funds and so far we set up a pop-up shop where staff could access essential shopping that they couldn't get to when the, the pandemic started and everyone was bulk buying. It was a real problem for them. So along with NHS Heroes, um, we set up a pop-up at the Lister where they could arrange for deliveries to be given to the wards that needed it most with essential food. Mm -hmm. We arranged um, lots and lots of nice treats, so things like hand washes, pampering face masks all, all donated from our amazing local community all the way through to hot meals for covid wards and our a and e and ambulance staff we've also um, spent some of the funds on refurbishing the staff area the staff relaxation area at the lister um, to provide a place we called it the the rest refuel and relax area so staff can come down from the wards they can take time out they've got they had access to free food they're not needing that anymore so we're, we're channeling it more into into the emotional and physical side of things now um, we're looking at setting up wobble rooms throughout our hospitals so across all, all four sites if needed wherever the the wards apply for it they the funding is there for them the wobble rooms are like a breakout room where if staff are having a particularly tough shift or they just need five minutes to themselves um, to reflect and, and gather their thoughts, they can use those areas as a little space away from the stresses of the clinical environment. Wow, you said this has only started in March. It's just an extraordinary amount that you have been able to do. Yeah, we're going to try our best to give you the resources you need to keep that amazing work going on because I know that these are long-term facilities and resources that you are putting in place. So, so thank you so much. It sounds wonderful. The next section, so there's sort of two areas that we're going to be helping to fund as much as we can. It's called Safe Space. Could you just tell us a little bit about that as well, please? Absolutely. So we know that the COVID crisis hasn't just affected all the adults and key workers that are busy working hard and the mums and dads that are, are juggling schoolwork and, and working. It's also affected our younger people and we really wanted to make sure, along with Mrs Cove, that, that your fundraising kind of reflected that mm -hmm. and that we wanted to support younger people's mental health. We set up an appeal with our head of children's emergency department late last year called Safe Space, which is specifically designed to support paediatric mental health at the Lister. Sadly, a statistic I can give you is that 20% of our children and young people at the Lister children's emergency department will come because of some mental health crisis, whatever that may be. Um, so that's a lot of children every year that that need need our specialist support children whether physical whether they come with physical or emotional um issues will will obviously get the care that they need and we've all got excellent teams at the lister 
but there isn't an area specifically for children in crisis to wait for specialist support. They currently use the safe space area in the adult A&E. As you can imagine, it's not necessarily the best place to be, especially on a Saturday night um, or a weekend where, where it's full of adults that have been up to no good. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also often quite, quite full. It may well be in use by adult problems um, with mental health, so it's not always accessible for our younger people. We have worked with the, the ward and our facilities department to secure a space that we can change into a safe space room, which will be non-clinical, so there'll be no medicines going in there at all. It'll just be to promote um, emotional well-being and mindfulness away again from the strains of the clinical environment. Wow. So this safe space charity is raising money to, to kit that place out and to to make it the best of the best for these um, 20 percent of kids I had no 20, idea 20% so yeah it, it'll be um, we're working with with specialists to make sure that it's safe um, and state-of-the-art so there'll be sensory um, experiences or it can be completely blank and and just what what someone needs when they're overstimulated mm. the appeal itself is actually four parts so although we've got the big room which is our main um, main focus of the project We've also got a, a safe space teen corridor that we're wanting to update. So at the moment, our children's ED is much more designed towards younger children and teens aren't, although they're treated, they're not necessarily catered for. So we're going to update the, the teen corridor. So they've got appropriate reading materials, health information and, and the tech that they, they like at that age as well as health promotion bags from across the ranges, which will provide um, literature on organisations and support that are available for a range of different emotional problems, um, as well as health literature for specific ages. Mm. So have a sensory trolley for our children with um, sensory needs or additional learning needs that we, we treat at the Lister. This is portable so it can go throughout the children's wards and up onto our different wards and create a sensory room. Wow. We're just determined to help in any way possible that we can. You know, we are really lucky at our school in that we have a really incredibly healthy dialogue about mental health and have amazingly brilliant channels uh, to support our, within our Heathmount family. And I think that has been what we've all realised during this season, that that is, uh, of course, within our county and particularly within looking after young people the same age as that are in our school. You know, what an honour to be able to step in and try and bridge that gap. We're going to give it our all. Mrs Cove, could you please tell us a little bit about the best way to donate and, and what, you've, what you and your communications team have set up? So the easiest way to donate is via Just Giving. So um, in all the communication you got sent on Friday, and I will send, some, um, send it again tomorrow, you have got a Just Giving link, which is Just Giving, um, and it's got Heathmount 2020 at the end of it. And the best way to donate is through that, because the money goes directly to the charity. It is given to them once a week, as we've learned today. So it, it, it won't all just get sat in a pot and laid there for, for ages. It will go directly to the charity and it will direct it get used very quickly. So in terms of the quickest acts 
access for that money, it is through Just Giving. Um, if you have your own charity, charitable um, account, then we, you can just email me and we can work out another option, okay? So any funds, little or small, that you feel you can give to this, the amazing work that her and her team are doing across Hertfordshire, then I would be absolutely amazingly grateful. And I'm sure that the charity will be as well. Oh, I'm also I'm also going to put the um, that link to that just giving on this podcast as well. So anybody listening can just click in the summary and they will see it there. Got any questions about where to access that? Then um, ask the form teachers, our um, one of us, and we will make sure that we get it. So 2020 is the goal in terms of miles and in terms of money, but that is not the limit. Is that no? Absolutely not. Absolutely. If you've been given a goal that you don't think you can achieve in terms of distance, that's absolutely fine. You can walk less. You can walk more. You can do whatever you feel is appropriate. But just make sure you're doing it at 2.30 on Friday so that we can all think about each other whilst we're doing our activity. Yeah. Think about the fantastic charities we're helping doing it. Yeah, totally. And, you know, we're not limited to that. So we are able to do more than 2020 miles and certainly able to earn uh, to, to, to raise more money than that as well. You know, we have learned that this Heathmount um, family of ours is extraordinary and we know that this is going to be no exception. We're always, um, our expectations are always blown away. Um, so uh, let's really go for it, guys, and let's just see what we can do. Um, Mrs. Cove, and Claire, thank you both so much for your time. I know you're really, really busy. You've got to dash off to something else. Um, we'd just like to, uh, yeah, just really thank you for being here today and thank you for the work that you're doing. And we look forward to maybe speaking to you in a few weeks and we can find out how much you've raised. Absolutely. We'd, we'd love to come back. And thank you all so much for your amazing support. It will really make such a difference. Oh, it's our absolute pleasure. All right. Thank you so much. We'll speak to you soon. Bye. 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 So that's our Challenge Heathmount family this Friday, 2,020 miles with a target of 2,020 pounds raised for two extraordinary charities here for each other and safe space. I cannot wait to announce in the weeks ahead that we have smashed this challenge. So 2.30 p.m. on Friday, let's go. Now, instead of a story today, I thought there would be no better way to sign off this Wellbeing Wednesday than to share the incredible song that was created as a thank you to all of our NHS heroes who have been working so tirelessly and selflessly during this season. If you haven't heard or seen this incredible performance, then the link is in this podcast and I know it's on Twitter too. Thank you so much, Miss White, Mr. Fisher and Miss Scott for masterminding this. And of course, to you, the talented Heath Mount kids for giving it your all. Don't hold back on Friday, guys, and let's show everyone what Heath Mount is made of. Let's.
Do you hear?